Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. You are listening to an entertainment program put together by a company called Financial Ineptitude. Anything said on this show is not an endorsement or professional advice. Would you really want to tell a court of law you were suing us because you thought taking financial advice from two idiots on a podcast put out by Financial Ineptitude was a good idea? Really? Clown hat smiley face. Oh, just let me know. You're on. Yeah, yeah, let, let, me, let me know when I'm on. Okay, I will. Okay, but am, am I? When did, what do I do? I don't remember. When was the last time you looked into this? <laughs> oh, Fuck. hello oh, and welcome the to the China Shop people. <laughs> wow, the China <laughs> Shop people. See, I'm already, I'm already off. What Let do you mean, Lionel China Shop people? Leland's <laughs> lusty leathers. <laughs> hello and welcome to the China Shop, folks. I'm shopkeeper Dan. With me, as always, is Kyle, creator of FinancialIneptitude.com. Kyle, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. I had a really good day today. Fuck yeah. I'm glad yeah. to hear it. Yeah, we'll talk more about it when we get uh, towards the end of the show, I think. Oh, in the, the good, the bad, and the ugly? Yeah, it's mostly good in there for, for oh, once. Fuck yeah. That's what yeah. I like to hear. Yeah. Come on into the shop with us today. Sit back, relax, rage against that hedge machine. We'd like to welcome any new listeners just joining us. We're here smashing our way through a complete set of fine china sharing those ever-growing strategies for maximizing gains and cutting losses. If Dan, you are... Yes, yeah. I do not want to welcome new listeners. I want to chastise them for taking so long to find us. Holy shit, it just got real. New oh. listeners, how <laughs> dare you? <laughs> Next time, be faster. <laughs> yeah, do better. Do better. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Welcome, guys. <laughs> if you are new to the shop and stock trading in general... Well, then you're fucking late to the party. So I don't know. We're <laughs> in a chastising to move today. <laughs> Luckily, we've documented all of everything we've done over the past three years. So uh, there's quite the history to go back through. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Some of it better than others. Yeah, uh, we do yeah. have a bunch of beginning uh, beginner trading episodes. You can give those a listen. We'll have all the links to that in the episode description. Uh, but the best place to be is head on over to our free Discord server. Get on there all the time with a bunch of amazing, really awesome people. And it's mm -hmm. totally free. 
no right? paid tiers or special or special access areas. Kyle, yes. what 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 do we do to maintain that free free server status? Uh just slowly spiral ever ever steadily into more and more debt. Oh, I thought I thought by giving away swag uh, equals profit. Um yeah, I think we're missing a step in there somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yes, there is free swag. <laughs> well, I, I I specifically wrote the number three on the chalkboard. It was you that was supposed to fill it in. Yeah, I, I forgot what to do for two, so I just skipped it for now. <laughs> and then we just got to profit. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, you send me, uh, DM me your, your mailing address, and uh, we will send you some either smashable or terrible swag your way. And when I say terrible, I mean it will rip if you... Sw- swag that rips so and tears? Yes. No, the, the swag itself is not terrible. It's it's quite nice. It is quite uh, nice. We're just glad you're here. We have a lot of fun, and it's always better with friends. It's just a wonderful time. And Kyle, we got any? Speaking of wonderful times, do we have any show news that uh, you'd like to let everybody know about? Yes, I think we do. Uh, let's see. Monday we've got Anwal Singh. Uh, that interview is going to be released. That was actually a really good conversation with somebody about mentorship and and trading psychology. Uh, I was actually surprised just looking at yeah. his one sheet. Yeah. Um, hopefully we can do something with him again uh, in the future. Uh, after that, we'll probably be moving the optional experience episode releases to Mondays. Uh, that should be coming out the week after the next one of those. And uh, stay tuned because we're going to be making some announcements here soon. Ooh. Some new things wow. for the show. Some new wow. things for the Discord. It's in the works right now, so I can't really speak too much about it. But uh, there should be some changes coming soon. Well, oh, and also, uh, before I forget, I got to say congratulations to Flary and JM, the winners of the last two M period challenges. Oh, fantastic. I was fantastic. in the running. I was in the running this last one, but JM, he, he crushed it. Came out of nowhere. Good job, JM. Flary, like, oh, wow. Good for you. Yeah. Hooray. <laughs> uh, <but good> job, <laughs> uh, Michael Jordan dunked again. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He's like, it's like Kramer at the uh, the karate class with all the little seven year olds. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! All right, uh, that's all I got, though. Okay, folks, sit back, sit tight. We have got an ergonomic, urgent, and urbane show for you today. Lots of market moving news, plenty of stocks on the radar, and brighter futures than a bed bug free traveler heading through Paris. Uh, i'm not first of all i gotta point out and this is maybe we need to add pedantic to the descriptors there but uh (laughs) i think the first one started with an e Uh, okay yeah it did it did but alliteration is a phonetical phenomenon Uh, not a uh, okay not a spelling one all right i'll give you that one okay now explain to me this bed bug joke uh paris is like ripe with Bed bugs right now, man. How does that happen? Well, I mean, bed, bed bugs are pretty pernicious. They they jump on clothes and they're, they're really good at traveling and spreading. Oh, is it just because they're so tightly packed together there? It's it's a tightly packed city and it's fashion week. People are traveling again in greater and greater and greater numbers. And oh, uh, it just it's a bed people bug are infestation them. at fashion week. That sounds awesome. Yeah, right. And it's it's bed bugs. They don't care. They don't care. You know if you got the VIP or not. They're gonna hitch a ride on your clothes. Uh, 
it's it's simple to get rid of them. You got just got to heat the room for uh, 118 degrees for for like an hour. That sounds miserable. It's, it's <laughs> right. It's easier um, for you over in the south uh, southwest though, where you can just open your windows for a day. It, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> don't have much of a bed bug problem here. Yeah, no um, kidding. Believe it or not, it's uh, it's sniffing dogs that that is that's how you can tell you've you've gotten rid of the invest infestation. Really? Like, yeah, they've got like a ninety seven percent success rate sniffing out bed bugs. Huh. Yeah. The more the you, more know. you know. <laughs> <laughs> Reach out to us. We love your messages and comments on Twitter and Facebook. Over there on our Discord, we'll have the link to that in the episode description. If you're old school, maybe you can send us an email to two bulls at financialineptitude.com. That's the number two B U L L S at financialineptitude.com. Maybe you got a hot stock tip. Maybe you want to tell us about some great trades you made, or maybe you're a grifting outlaw just trying to earn a dishonest living when your life gets flipped upside down. And now you and your cohort have to get through a war zone in order to find a dead man. Hmm. It doesn't matter. We just love hmm. it when you reach out to find a dead man. I got nothing on that. What was the last the last one we did? I don't even remember. You're a private contractor hired by a young couple to evict some squatters from their home. But things get dicey when they get squeamish over your heavy-handed methods and turn on you, even ruining your big wedding. Sounds like Beetlejuice. It is Beetlejuice. <laughs> I had no idea when you said that one, but it finally just clicked <laughs> right there in that moment. Oh, really? You're like, <laughs> yes, wait a minute. Yes. This is fucking no, Wait a minute. Michael Keaton. I can see his face. <laughs> <laughs> nice nice all right if you know those uh if you know this week's shoot us a message help me out because i am completely stumped that's right that's right kyle send you some extra swag if you get it right well uh, yeah okay i guess i will now because it's been recorded <laughs> <laughs> there's no way you could edit that out nope nope it's <laughs> once it's on tape it stays i don't know, if, I don't know what kind Fuck of operation it. you think we're running here but this is one take we'll do it live <laughs> all right should we talk about the bet results? Oh, God, I forgot about that. Um, yeah, okay, I guess we can do that. Uh, let's see. I don't remember when this started. I think it was the 18th was the uh, the date. So I'm just going from the 18th to the end of the month. Uh, uh, we wanted to go long American Express. And it was looking really good on Monday when it opened. It opened at 163.79. It went right down to our ad at 162 and then immediately hit our stop. Um, so yeah, day one, we were pretty much out day one. Uh, yeah. Day one. Oops. But that's probably a good thing considering we tried to pick a long right before this massive sell-off happened. Uh, <laughs> our final ends up being, uh, $454 and six cents. Uh, let's see. What did random do? Random had S N D X that opened the week at 1738. It peaked at 1768, uh, before selling off and hitting the 15% trail at 1503. Which takes random all the way down to sub 400, 397.89. Take ah. that, random. Yeah. Maybe you, <laughs> make, maybe you win more often than not, but uh, your risk controls suck. Yeah. <laughs> but since nobody made money, I mean, that doesn't really, it's a hollow victory. Yeah. yeah that, that, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I feel, definitely feel hollow about it now. That's right. It's a new month. It's a new month, though. It's a new month. Oh, yeah, I have some thoughts. I have some ideas. Oh, good. Yeah, I, I got some nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have nothing. All okay. right. Um, what do we do now? It's, uh, it's time to talk about some news. 
Yes. Dow drops deep on moving inflation, COVID frustration, war damnation. We're just bringing you the fucking news. You gotta recognize the game if you don't wanna lose. We're just skipping to bulls trading Rioters raiding, insider trading, taxes are raising, bills on the hill. We got a crypto mill, no, they ain't growing weed. When the Fed speaks today, it's some shit we don't need. Sing it, man. Two bulls trading information. What? Two bulls trading information. I'm inclined to agree. Two bulls trading I think the hottest story that we have to talk about is this one I just read about uh, the jobs market. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like literally read it while the song was playing. Yeah. No, that's what I was doing too. What, what's that? I was wishing the song was longer. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, the jobs market, uh, the jobs report came out uh, today, Friday, and it was hot, hot, hot. Uh, 336,000 new jobs created in September. Expectations were only 170,000. And they also revised the gains for August and July higher again, too. Oh, really? Revised yeah. them higher? Yeah, yeah. So uh, the, the, the Fed's war on labor looks like it will continue. But there was one surprising, <laughs> <laughs> was one surprising nugget in here, and that was actually that the wage growth um, was actually a lot slower than expected, or came down uh, some, which is kind of weird. It seems weird that we create that many jobs, but yet somehow... The, the wages have finally kind of seemed to have plateaued. Uh, the 12-month rate of change was 4.2, which was slower than last month's 4.3%. Well, I think it's it's just speaks to like how long can people go and hold out for a higher wage before they just have to fucking bite the bullet and be like, I don't have the savings to keep going. I need to just take whatever, whatever job's there right I now. I wonder, yeah, if this is, like you're saying, I wonder if this is like just an indicator that maybe... Uh, or indication that the the hot labor market mm. might be starting to cool off. I know it's still one of one of my stories goes in tandem with this. Uh, the, we still haven't fully recovered in the hospitality, uh, or sorry, the uh, the accommodation <laughs> slice of, of of leisure and hospitality employment. Mm. Um, yeah, it's really it's still behind the you know the, the labor market being hot uh, at three hundred thirty six thousand new jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still 187,500 jobs short of February 2020 levels. It, and yeah, hotels. Wow. Uh, especially. So service, it sounds like it's still, is service in general still hurting? Yeah, leisure and hospitality was one of the big leaders in the, in the report, it looks like. And yep. It's, uh, uh, as far, far as I know, the people that I talk to that are still in the industry, they're still having a lot of trouble finding people to employ. So really, at least anecdotally, it's that people don't want to do those jobs anymore. You know what will entice them to do those jobs? M- more money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny how that works? It's, it's hilarious how that works. Look, there well, are people who will climb into septic tanks and clean them out for you. Like, there's yeah. a, someone who will do it if you pay if the price is right. I also I gotta say uh, I can't speak to like the housekeeping aspect of it. Like I was just talking to one of my friends in mm-hmm. Tucson, um, 
like they're they can't find housekeepers but i know like from my own experience like the like the front desk kind of service yeah like it, it it was it was difficult at least in tucson uh and and even some here in in fucking vegas like it was difficult to find people that just had the emotional intelligence to handle a cranky customer mm. yeah that right? was one of the things i think that you were talking about when you ended up leaving that spot was the way the employees dealt with the customers was um i guess not the it, way you'd write it up if you were if you were right making a handbook yeah right right <laughs> right um no, yeah, I don't want to talk bad about any hotel thing, but but I'm wondering, I'm wondering if my own experience can provide uh, shed some insight on why like people aren't flocking back. Uh, is is it takes a specific skill set, and I wonder if the people with those skill sets are other, in, already in other places getting paid more money. And Probably. Uh, if you out there know what that is, let me know. No, right. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, all right, do you have anything else for for regular news for? segue terribly into a treasury bond story um well mine's uh, strangely enough also has to do kind of with treasury bonds somewhat are you stealing my notes again no i published this i i posted this in the discord <laughs> before you did uh, i don't know okay okay no, no. <laughs> this is uh this is a story uh of the uh, uh, reporter Kelly Evans over at CSNBC is talking about the sovereign debt bubble is bursting. Mm-hmm. And what she's talking about is is she's making the claim that uh, we never, and I don't, I don't think it's a false claim, like we, we started quantitative easing in 2008, 2009, mm-hmm. and we kind of did it for 15 years. Yeah. Oops. Oops. <laughs> and, and it wasn't just the U.S. that was doing it. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Where, where? Uh. I mean, it makes sense that people try oh. to keep pace with the U.S., but I didn't realize that. I didn't realize everyone was doing it for that long. So yeah, it looks like Japan, Germany, UK, Italy, and Australia. All of the bond yields are surging at the same time, and she's saying, "Yeah, because we're 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 shifting from the quantitative easing to the tightening." Mm-hmm. Like, like they've been, they've been, they've been kind of like baby stepping it, like to get that soft landing. And now it's like, okay, the Fed's saying we got the soft landing. Let's in. All right, lean in. Ooh, yeah, that's lean gonna be tight. one way to blow up that soft landing. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, the story I was looking at was just talking about how the the bond market sell off is basically starting to eclipse some of the more extreme meltdowns of the past. Like the treasury bonds with maturities of 10 years or more have since March are down 20 or 46% since March, 2020, the 30 year bond is down 53%. And yeah, as these are all getting sold off, it's interesting that the yields are going up. Like I didn't, it took me a second to piece that together. Yeah. The yields go up to entice more buyers, but if the yields are hitting highs like this and nobody still wants to buy, that's a bad sign. Yeah. 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 Like they, they keep, they've got to sell these cars. So they keep dropping the price and they're getting down to a couple yeah. hundred bucks and people are still like, I don't want that car. <laughs> Fuck you. <Uh-oh. laughs> Pay me, I'll take it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like oil did. 
Yeah, they say the long-term treasuries are in one of the most extreme undoings in history and that the losses are twice as big as those seen in 1981 when the 10-year yields were close to 16%. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, and then so so yeah, and then my, that's exactly what my story was saying like these central banks aren't the key buyers anymore and markets hate it when those uh -huh. buyers of last resort disappear and they hate losses and so people are like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa." Let's let's pull our money out. Yeah, I guess the whole time during quantitative easing, you basically have a guaranteed buyer, no matter like that's going no to take what. a set amount. Yep. Yeah, and not having that does uh, looks like that's. They said the first million or billion that they unwound was going to be the easiest, and that the next billion is going to be much more painful. And I think that that uh, is starting to prove true. Yeah, yeah, and and I I hope the third billion is is easier than the first i hope the third billion they pump in so take it out <laughs> <laughs> yeah why do we ever turn off this party hose yeah it's much better with it going god damn it <laughs> get back to the party we all we yeah. all like that party i know we're gonna just do that all the time i <laughs> I did say to a friend the other day like yeah it really sucks when you're it turns out you're just after the peak of the empire and you get a you get to ride it downward oh god yeah yeah <laughs> sucks <laughs> sorry uh, unless you're the gauls then uh, you know you're celebrating <laughs> right right <laughs> all right you got oh. any more news stories no no well, let's uh why don't we why don't we why don't we do some advertising Ooh! Longtime fans of the show should be familiar with the lender formerly known as Sue Pullen, and I'm pleased to announce that she's back, fresh off a rebrand and ready to help as Sue Mackey. Sue is a certified mortgage advisor at Fairway Independent Mortgage, an equal housing lender who focuses on finding the right product for you and your needs. She has over 20 years of experience helping thousands of homeowners. Whether it's purchasing, refinancing, or even a reverse mortgage, Sue will help. Sue's licensed in 36 states now, so reach out and let Sue Mackey it happen for you. The best way to reach her is just give her a call at 520-977-7904 or in an email, spullen at fairwaymc.com. Fairway Independent Mortgage has an MLS number of 2289. Sue Mackey has an MLS number of 206048. That email again, spullen at fairwaymc.com. And that phone number is 520-977-7904. Shoot Sue an email and let her know she needs to update that address. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Yeah. I don't know why I said that like that. Let's uh, play stock time. Move on. Quick, quick, uh, before, it, before it goes out of control. Ah! Talk about stocks time. Looking for setups and still not advice. Big moves, fresh news, and earnings. All that we're saying is still not advice. Stock time. Please don't do it. Danny, want to kick us off? Yeah, I do. All right. Coca Cola and Pepsi stock falling after Walmart comes out and says. Thanks to weight loss drugs like Wegovy and Ozempic, 
people are cutting back on calories and buying less soda. Uh, that's fine. I think my mom said she was on Ozempix and has lost like 15 or 20 pounds already. Well, apparently it works because yeah. people are cutting back on high calorie groceries. Well, I thought the whole point of taking a pill was so you can keep eating the high calorie stuff and still lose weight. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, apparently that pill only works if it makes you crave less high calorie foods. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, that's I guess that's what Ozempic does is it uh, makes you feel less hungry. Well, there you oh, go. So, so. So you're saying that Coke and Pepsi, the only reason why they were looking so good is because fat Americans couldn't stop buying it. Correct. Sugar says, is addictive. Yes. Says the guy with the 30 pack of Pepsi in his, his closet. Yeah. Yeah. Sugar is addictive. <laughs> uh, in fact, it's a bigger, it plays a bigger role in fat than fat does. Yeah. 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 I th- yeah. I th- I th- I think uh, I didn't South Park finally figure out you had to invert the food pyramid. Oh, is that what it was? It right? yeah. yeah. You need to eat less breads and sugars and a lot more uh, fats. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I love whole milk mozzarella and I don't understand the skim milk shit. I'm like, where where'd you? why are you taking my fat out? I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever tried either of those or noticed the difference. What's the difference? Whole milk mozzarella? Yeah. It's fattier. It's It's gooier. Is that the it's one that's cheesier? It browns sweats better. A lot more? Does it, does the it leave fresh a lot mozzarella of the sweats top? more? Yeah, that's what I usually play with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fresh mozzarella is, is usually whole milk. Definitely get the whole milk, dude. Get yourself yeah, the, okay, the, okay. Fat, the fat the fat browns in the oven. Mm. Yeah, I can't drink whole milk just because it always tastes warm to me. Something about the fat. Weird. Like the more fat in the milk, the warmer it tastes. And I hate the taste of warm milk. Weird. I know, right? Weird. What a tangent. What do you? What do you what got? Are you uh, talking what, about? What, we're talking about <laughs> Coke and Pepsi and uh, uh, people being overweight, and now the stock's falling because people are like, "Well, they're not going to buy so much soda." <laughs> so, what does that mean going forward? Um. Well, I know in my house, I've been talking juices. Oh, you uh, mean for stocks? Okay. I meant for for Pepsi and Coke. Uh, for Pepsi and Coke. Well, you know, both of these brands have divested hardcore into non soda things. So, yeah, I think Pepsi owns all like the Frito-Lay stuff and Nestle and which no, think about it, those aren't exactly healthy options. No, they're they're not. They're not. <laughs> I know Coca-Cola bought what was it? Monster Energy. Mhm. Uh, you know, they 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 are they haven't invested as much into food, but like it, they ship so many beverages. Yeah. Fuck, even Dr. Pepper merged with Keurig. They're like, oh, we'll do coffee too. Yeah, that's caffeinated. Which be a ca- caffeine company. It makes more sense than Fritos. Right. right. Although I guess they go together nicely. I don't know. Uh, let's see. I got a couple. So you want the quick one or the, the, the one that will probably be ranting about more? Oh, the ranting one, please. All right. Uh, remember Elon Musk? Never heard of him. <laughs> okay. You remember how he bought that company for $44 billion? Oh yeah, the one it was just a it was just going to be a joke, but uh, then he was yeah, too shy to sell it. <laughs> it's supposed to be a joke, and then yeah, he, he pigeonholed himself into having to actually finish it off, <laughs> <laughs> like a kid who has put loaded too much up on his plate. Yeah, right. Oh, well, I'm going to per- do it. Do it. I'm going to do it. Do it then. Well, do it. I said I'm going to do it. Uh, I still can't call this company X, so I'm going to still refer to it as Twitter. Oh uh, yeah, the time he brought Twitter. Yeah, apparently the finances it. of Twitter have been like just 
cratering, deteriorating shockingly, as they say in this article, since October of 22. And uh, none of the lenders have been able to sell any of the debt to investors like they'd planned. So they're all kind of stuck holding onto it on their balance sheets. Ooh. So what they've had to do is now three of the seven lenders, uh, they have signed an agreement with each other that says that they will not offload any of the, the loans uh, unless they first offer it to the other ones for a pro rata uh, opportunity to get in on the same deal. Uh, the idea is to keep, uh, you know, banks from being, they call it divide and conquer, where you start pitting them against each other to try to, to buy it for as cheaply as possible. Right. Doesn't that sound like price fixing, though? <laughs> well, it is when, uh, and see, and, and, and George Carlin had a bit where he was like, you know, people don't have to meet behind closed doors to collude. They just have to have their interests collide. Right. 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 It's one of these right. things where we're like, if you and I are the bidders, we don't have to have any kind of discussion to both be like, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Mm -hmm. And wait and see how low they fucking go. Yeah. Right. Like, we don't have to ever talk to make that happen. Right. <laughs> Our just interests wink at each are other. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're not we're not idiots. Our interests are aligned. Like, yep. Yeah. This is like an actual like agreement that it looks like that they've signed. Oh, weird. Like this is a like contractual. Wow. What? It seems kind of kind of uh, fuzzy to me. But what was interesting was the the story it was talking about. Well, first of all, the all those banks are pissed off about the poor flow of financial information being supplied by Twitter. Yeah. Uh, the uh, I can't remember what I don't know what story this is on. I'm guessing it's on Fortune. But uh, the writer had speculated that Elon himself is now in a much better position to be able to try to purchase a chunk of that debt pile. So now he can swoop oh. in and buy it back from the banks for a much cheaper price. So, so there's some wondering Whoa. there, like was he running this company to the ground on purpose in order to get a to increase his stake on the cheap? Um, I do. I think he is smart enough to figure that out. I think so too. Yeah, I think that's definitely within the realm because I, I, you've heard me speak a lot about how he seems to be making every wrong decision. Yeah. Like he's just yeah, destroying it. And why is he destroying it? Like that's all I'm trying to figure out now. Like it's obvious he's destroying it. Right. But why? Well, now well, we know why. I think we might know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then and then he can have a miraculous turnaround. And right. Be like, you know what? Bring back Twitter, bring back the logo, bring back the people. Here's all the rules back. Let's just make it out I'm of the sorry. way. Yeah, my bad. I'll let somebody else run it. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, good on him, I guess. <laughs> that's a, like, that's it's hard a to root possible. for Elon, but man, I would love to root against the banks. Right? Well, but uh, it's so weird because... People's lives were fucking built around Twitter. Like they're, you know, they're people that do their social media stuff and their branding and their their, their marketing, advertising and marketing. Yep. Like a lot of people had, it's really disruptive. So it's like, oh yeah, Elon's pulling one over on the banks. But <laughs> yeah. you know, a lot of people swept up under that shit. How many people have lost their jobs at Twitter? Yeah. Yep. Shit. How many people aren't going to come back when he does try to flip it back around, too? That's the real question. I wouldn't. Yeah. They'd have to really, really sell me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they're not because they want your money. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs>
All right, yeah, so that's what I had for Elon Musk. Yeah, what else you got for stock news? Um, apparently, I'm big on fundamental analysis today. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. My first story was uh, how Coke and Pepsi are going down because of a weight loss drug. Yeah. Uh, the, the CEO of Levi Strauss, Chip Berg, went on, <laughs> uh, went on with Jim Cramer on Thursday and told him the, the company's wholesale denim figures are down because the summer was so hot. Don't they make shorts too? You know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I I don't know if they still make shorts. I know people still cut them off. Oh, I don't know. oh okay. Um, yeah, the Daisy Dukes. Is, yeah, yeah. I got a pair. I mean, edit that <laughs> out. <laughs> <laughs> he he, uh, he actually he, he did he did actually come out and say that the the Levi direct to to consumer did mm-hmm. a lot better because the their their own stores they were able to pivot pivot to the shorts and dresses. Mm-hmm. That um, makes sense. But their wholesale selling to other companies really really hurt. Uh, yeah, there's nobody's wants to stock that if nobody's buying it. Right. 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 Yeah. And the, the, the store itself, it's a lot harder for Target to make that kind of big pivot. Right. It's easier for Target to be like, well, we're going to we're going to sell. I'm 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 making a jump here in, in Target. It's, uh, yeah. you know, with, to a cheaper supplier mm-hmm. for the shorts. If we're going to make the pivot, why are we doing it with Levi's? Right. Especially if they don't sell as well. Yeah. Um. This doesn't look good for uh, if this is their reasoning, like that's not changing. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of things that point to to hot being the norm going forward <laughs> yeah 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 that's just, it's it like uh insurance companies not doing insurance in florida anymore like right like or uh, those, those weird little bikes in the netherlands or the <laughs> scandinavian countries the weird little bikes yeah those little electric scooters i saw they dropped those too they dropped them yeah I didn't. I didn't hear about that. I just saw a headline. I'd have to go pull it up. It wasn't. It wasn't important enough to bring up in this conversation. So I'm not sure why I did. Oh, oh fantastic! <laughs> fantastic. If I could find it and send it to you. Uh, <laughs> uh, believe it or not, the CEO is still uh, very optimistic about his own company. No. Uh, yeah, just that the the you know the sales are down in Walmart and Target. And, it's because the summer was too hot. Has there ever been a CEO? Has there ever been a CEO that's come out on the news outlet and been like, "Ah, sorry guys, I don't know when this is going to end. The shit is bad, and it's not getting better soon." I I feel like it, Musk could say that about Twitter, and I would uh, gain respect for him. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't think a publicly traded company would have that guy sticking around for much longer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you don't get to stay CEO saying shit like that, right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, the last one I had was just about the um, um, the Microsoft Activision deal that is set to close, I think, on the 18th of this month. Okay. Uh, the FTC, though, has decided to, uh, to try again. Um, they were not satisfied with the loss that they took, so they're going to try and uh, fight it one more time. Um, I don't know what they're thinking. Uh, (laughs) even if whatever trial or whatever they win like it's still going to be well after the october 18th closing date right so like what happens if they do win to this and they've already and they've already merged unmerge unmerge 
Like, like how does that cop. work? It's like a cop, a fifties cop coming up to the car when the teens are having sex inside. And he's like knocking on the door. Like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Put that semen Put back it, inside. Pick it, up. <laughs> pick it up. Get that semen out. Yeah. Yeah. None of that here, sir. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know what they're thinking here, but uh, I mean, this deal is happening. <laughs> it's can Wow. I mean, why not? I, I think it's more just to say, like, we did everything we could. I think they're just trying to show that we're being tough on big business as we swat at this company's uh, attempts here. Like, I think they could have actually halted this deal if they would have put together a reasonable argument. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think they were... Do you think there is a reasonable argument? Um, It is kind of scary to have Microsoft own that much content, but I don't think it's any scarier really than... Sony, if they were to like make another acquisition, well, let's you know they're they're going after Google right now for monopolizing the search engine mm. uh, stuff. Okay, um, like you're saying, like Microsoft could be, you know, I I I think I think that's just their general reasoning. And they're just trying to head Microsoft off before it gets to Google's size. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, they got to be pretty close already, aren't they? Well, maybe their company is in valuation, but I mean, size in like the market share, like Google's right, got right. it cornered, right? Yeah. Bing, yeah. apparently uh, the joke is that Bing is worth more to Apple than Microsoft. <laughs> because, and this, this is very true. Apple's able to go to Google and say, um, we're in negotiations with Microsoft to make Bing our our lead search uh, engine. So, so it's the... the the kickback that you give us to make it Google needs to be a little sweeter. So Microsoft is the girl that you use to make your ex jealous. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, look, you come Poor back guy. and be with me tonight. Yeah, we'll go hang I'll, out at this place. I don't usually hang out there. But I'll call up Bing. People. I'll call up Bing right now. You know Bing yeah. is going to meet me at the bar for a couple drinks, and I'm getting action from Bing. You know <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, no, that's the joke. It's because Apple has been doing that. Yeah. Successfully, I think I think uh, Microsoft said eight, $8 billion or $81 billion. I'm surprised Microsoft would even negotiate with them if they know that that's what's going on. Well, that's, that's that's a good point. Like, well, is there some sort of Microsoft Apple thing? I I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But Google's got it fucking cornered, and they are yeah, going they after do. them. Um, I I I I'm with you. I don't think I don't think they uh, should should be trying to undo the thing after it's done. But you watch them. You watch them. They don't give a shit. Uh huh. They'll yeah, be we... like, "Yep, finish finish the merger, and then we'll spin it off legally." I'll have to look and see. I'll look this weekend. I want to know if that's ever happened where they said, "Like, no, you can't do that anymore. Get rid of right. it." Right after after they were already after it's happened, on, yeah, happened on paper. Because I would think you should be able to sue the FTC if they make you unwind that for whatever the cost to actually undo the deal. If they took their sweet ass time challenging it, like they've had over a year and change to do this thing. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's time to talk about some crypto. What? Yeah? No? Who? Okay. How? Why? Why? <laughs> I got some crypto in my wallet. 
story oh yeah 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 um recently a gentleman from nevada energy came over to install a new thermostat and uh that's that's the story you're talking about right um no (laughs) he's a crypto (laughs) trader and i i kept trying to tell him like uh go learn go learn about stuff but he really just wants a lottery ticket in crypto uh if you're out there listening buddy you get that education um, no, you're right. You're right. Uh, the big story, uh, Gary Wang, former college roommate and uh, colleague of Sam Bankman Freed, uh, has testified about some of the dirty deets of what was going on. Oh, no. Yeah. So this is history rhymes, as Dan Carlin likes to say. Yeah. Uh, this really reminds me of the savings and loans from the 80s that all went bust. And you never hear about anymore because they were regulated away for doing so things that was like this. Forty years ago, nobody yeah, remembers that. Nobody remembers <laughs> yeah. that shit, right? Yeah. Well, how how do I remember it? Um, <laughs> okay, so Sam Bankman-Fried's trading firm Alameda Research, mm-hmm. uh, just months after the 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 exchange opened, the crypto exchange opened, started withdrawing money, other people's money that they had deposited into the exchange, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, uh, Bankman Freed let Alameda Research have a negative balance on FTX, huh. okay. along so with a important. large line of credit. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Basically, people are depositing their crypto in FTX, and Alameda Research just gets to use that money. I mean, it's a good deal for Alameda. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, and he he added that, that like this was all while publicly Bankman Freed went on Twitter and assured FTX users that Alameda Research account firms the firm's accounts were treated just like everyone else's. Mm, yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at one point, he raised the line of credit as high as sixty five billion dollars. With a B. With a B. Holy shit. Yes, on his exchange, he had his exchange give his company a $65 billion line of credit. Wow, how many assets were they? They weren't even managing that much, were they? No, no. Wow. I don't know if you saw this, but you remember that uh, Michael Lewis guy who was shadowing him? That we're supposed to be getting a book? Yeah. Uh, the book is out. Uh, thanks, Robert, for, for uh, uh, sending this to us. But yeah, the Going Infinite, The Rise and Fall of a New Ky- Tycoon is uh, it got released on October 3rd. Okay, okay. I don't I don't think that was the name he probably envisioned when uh, he, he signed up for, for this autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> the Rise and Fall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think I want to read this. I want to. Yeah. It looks like because of the the title that they went with the rise and fall, it sounds like he did talk about like kind of the the downturn stuff. Uh, I just wonder how much of an inside look he got at that. Yeah, yeah, it will it'll be really interesting to read that book and find out. Uh, uh, there's w- one other thing I saw about um, 
the the whole thing with FTX and uh, it looked like the the cost of the debt was actually going up in price because they did manage to recover about seven point nine billion dollars worth of assets. Oh wow! So it sounds like some people might get at least something back. Wow. Uh, yeah. It, it, towards the end of it, they got uh, uh, Alameda owed about eleven billion dollars. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, eleven billion. Yeah. And we thought random sucked at risk management. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think this is the end of him? Do you think he's going to jail? Yes. Yeah, they're going to make an example out of this guy. They have to, right? Yeah. The crazy thing is, my wife uh, had read something about the book, uh, and she'd mentioned that one of the things, uh, one of the lines that was quoted in the story she was reading was saying that if basically there hadn't been a run on the uh, the stable coins, he'd still be in business right now doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, right. That's that's what what toppled the pyramid. Mm-hmm. And I think that was actually the. Didn't we find out that was Binance doing that to him? Binance? I'm not. I'm not. Sure. I'm not. I don't remember. I thought Binance was actually like selling off their stable coins in like massive quantities, like causing it, uh, causing the or devaluing it. Uh, oh, they knew what he. Somebody yeah. found out what he was doing. And you're like, you know what? I think they found out how much they had tied up into the one asset, and then they went and just hammered the shit out of it. <laughs> Yeah. Risk management, man. Risk fucking No matter how big you are, you can't get away from it. Well, and when you've built a house of cards, somebody can blow it over. Ah, right. So many lessons. Just takes the, yeah, right? right, (laughs) You get the right angle. They were like, oh, yeah, if we just blow really hard from this angle, (laughs) he's done. What happens if I pull this out from the pile? (laughs) Yeah, right. right? (laughs) All right. Uh, Anything else for crypto? Uh, no, no. Well, just, just you know, that uh, if it, if they come out with that digital dollar, I don't think crypto crypto is going to last. Just saying. Why do you anyway. think that? You think everyone's oh, you... just going to flock to the the state sponsored asset versus the the one that's unregulated and in the wild west? Yeah, no. I think the state sponsored asset's going to use its state sponsored abilities to make it the only viable candidate. Only game in town. Yeah. Yeah, I, I the same reason <laughs> why my uh, McDonald's bucks aren't accepted at, <laughs> at a Wendy's. <laughs> you know, why right. they don't take a McDonald's gift card, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir, this is a Wendy's. I'm like, yeah, I could buy two burgers with that if it was a McDonald's. <laughs> I got Bitcoin. Let me spend it. All right. All right. Let's uh, let's. Let's do the next thing and uh, what's, what's let's that? end this thing. Um, let's wear a tie my shoe, right? Yeah. Oh, no. I'm not I'll, even I'll, wearing I'll, shoes. I'll tie it for you. Here. Oh, here. Oh, Let thanks. me get down there. Oh, All right. wow. There you go. Well, right, while you're down the there, take, goes a, take a bullet right here. In- <laughs> ah! That's really dark. Man, I was doing something nice. I know. I know. But I had to shoot was- you. It was the nature of the bit. And I got to commit to the bit, man. I can't, I know. I can't not shoot you. I mean... The worst People thing is listening. the worst thing is the last thing I got to see was your feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they are bad because when we tweeted them out, I got no interest in my feet. Thank you. I got DMs. People offering to send me money. I know. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Why are my feet beautiful? I am terrified of the internet now. <laughs> <laughs> I sent Flurry some of those DMs because he was the one who picked that consequence. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. dude, you need to delete that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't delete that. That's a bad consequence. 
All right. All right. Let's talk about the good. So my good is that I didn't do any trading this week. Uh, As you know, we had we had the trips. Uh, I got to get down there and see your wedding ceremony, which was beautiful, by the way. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, I got to see some family and friends. Um, I got back on Tuesday. I don't know about you, but I was so beat down from that trip that I was just I think Tuesday I did nothing. Wednesday, I just kind of I think I worked for about two or three hours on back testing and called it a day but uh the rest of the week i think i made a realization at one point while i was just trying to back test a new strategy and i finally figured out that structure is a key component to what i'm trying to do mm. what i mean by that is when i try to fade something if the five minute structure hasn't broken or at least you know indicated that that's a potential possibility if i don't see that then the trades uh, tend to not work and i was having some shit results until i figured that out and once i put that qualifier in place like suddenly i've got a a 2.0 profit factor uh 45 percent win rate and like 2500 dollars on four micros that i've back tested through august okay and so when you say the five minute confirms it mm-hmm. we're talking and i don't know you can go uh kyle's not shy on the discord he, he's talked about his whole thing if you want these details but um what you're talking about is is you're looking you're watching the one minute what would the five minute confirmation be? Oh, okay. Well, let me let me back up then. So I'm looking at the one hour and the four hour to tell me like who's in control, who's yeah. hit their recent swing, uh, who's taken out a recent swing, and then are they pushing up and taking out the other side? Mm-hmm. Um, once you hit one of those swings, that's where you're looking to see if you know people are going to have interest there and turn around as they push through the liquidity of all those stops. Uh, so on the one hour and the four hour, I get my directional bias. Uh, when I get to those areas, those four hours swing highs, uh, if I'm looking to try to fade that, then I need to see structure on the five minute indicate that there's now higher highs and higher lows or vice versa. Okay. And then from there, I dive into my one minute and I look for my entries. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You're eyeing that level on the four hour. You want right. to see you want to see on the five minute the structure verifying that that level is indeed holding. Yeah, they need to at least take out a prior five minute swing high before I can try to fade the trend. And once I put that in place, because before you'd end up buying, you'd be buying every dip and then you just, you know, going broke. Yeah. <laughs> like very quickly too. Uh, but once that qualifier was put in place, like everything just flipped and it just fell right into place. That's amazing, man. That's an yeah. amazing development. Uh, it's still young. I still got to get through a lot more back testing, which means that I'll be spending the rest of this weekend probably working on that. But uh, if all of it still continues looking good, I'm I'm hoping to be live telling this on uh, on Monday. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. I'll be right there with you. Yeah, I'm gonna I, I should be trading Monday. Oh, did um, you get one of those top step accounts before the uh, before that code I, quit working? Did the code quit working? I did get an account. Yeah, I, I think you got the up. last one. <laughs> I did. I think you did because Joel tried to sign up for it. I think uh, like maybe ten minutes after you did. And it quit working at that point. Oh, snap. Sorry, Joel. Yeah, like, well, you got it just in time. Let's celebrate that win. Sorry, Joel. Joel has a funded account. He doesn't need another one. Joel. Stop being greedy, Joel. With, kick ass with that funded account. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, yeah. yeah do, you have a, do you have a good for this week? Um, oh, um. I I I did I did have a couple trades this week, but I I don't consider them good because I shouldn't have been trading at all. Ah, 
Well, I think the good you had was I think you finally finished your move. I think that counts. <laughs> I did. I did finish my move. I've got a short list of, okay, I have to finish these things. But for the most part, uh, uh, we, you know, we, we turned in the keys. We're in the new place. Everything's in its place. Um, I can finally, I can start building new routines, right? Like it's yeah. not, it's not shit. I got to unpack all these boxes. I got to find a place for this. I got to find a place for that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, or you know, I got to fix this bathroom fixture or this <laughs> kitchen cabinet. So many of those goddamn oh. bathrooms. Yeah. I got a, I got a plumbing thing. Like I, I got a, those fucking new fancy, you have to set them up with the wall off and then you put the wall up. Yeah, I got it's not working right, so I got to take the wall off. It's uh, it's, it's terrible. Anyway. I hate dealing with plumbing. Yeah, but I, that's some, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for another day. I don't have to worry about that shit. I already told yeah. the wife. Um, right. uh, I won't. We can like we we got two bathrooms. Let's just not use that shower for now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that sounds like what I would do. <laughs> yeah, like, we'll, we'll we'll get to it, but it's low priority right now. Right. Until somebody comes to visit, then I'll get it working. Um, okay. Well, you also got married too. I think we can count that. Well, you had the reception. You were already yeah. married before that. Yeah, I eloped. I eloped. Yeah. Yep. Lots of, lots of changes in my life. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, hopefully positive direction, uh, positive trajectory. I've, at the age of, uh, what, how old am I? What was it? Don't say it. Please don't say it. Uh, at, at, at a, at a reasonable age, my, my first, marriage it's, i had several family members and friends say i never thought you were gonna get married i didn't think you would i also didn't think i would either so yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> yeah <laughs> it happens it happens yeah they just uh they just find the right one and suddenly you can't say no <laughs> right <laughs> whatever you want well yeah whatever you want whatever you want uh, yep yep i think she's good for you man i think you picked a good one thank you thank you yeah, and she thinks I'm the catch. Oh man, she's amazing. Oh wow, yeah, yeah, um, right. I don't, don't I don't her. try, and, I don't try and tell her different. <laughs> Just no. hide her away from the public so nobody else can t- talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. All right. Oh, uh, let's see. Bads and uglies. I just combined them because, uh, yeah. like, like you, we didn't do a whole lot this week as far as trading goes. Uh, I just kind of want to talk about the feelings that I had um, before I had my aha moment. Mm-hmm. And man, sometimes it's really hard to sit down and like force yourself to do something when you just don't have an idea of what you want to do yet. Like when I did my re- eval review with uh, the Banta guys, they they gave me some suggestions, take my setups and then just look at them, look at them with these different time frames on there and mark off some of these things and just observe what you're seeing. What works? What are you seeing when it works? What are you seeing when it doesn't? And that was kind of the the starting point, right? Mm-hmm. But when you're first starting off, you're trying a whole bunch of shitty ideas that don't work. And it's really easy to get discouraged quickly. Like, oh, I think this has a, a, a good idea. And I try it. And then like you have one or two days that look good. And then you have another day that wipes out like three times of the wins. OK, well, that one's no good. And like, I'm glad I pushed through it. But I was feeling very dis- like just, I guess, down about it. Uh, and it's sometimes it's just too easy to give up on it. And I'm glad I didn't. I'm glad I pushed through it. Yeah. Yeah, me you too. know what I mean. You know, yeah. You know what? I I don't I know what you're saying. I know exactly yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, if uh, you're feeling that way, keep going because something will click eventually. You just you just got to push through it. Uh, 
one of the and 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 my my bad that I caught myself doing this week when I did have when I said I had some trades but I couldn't mm-hmm. call any of them good even if some of them like technical analysis wise were good and and you know profitable trades mm-hmm. uh, I realized that I've been doing a very poor job of making this my job me too right like yeah having a clock in time having uh you know your before the store opens list if it's mm-hmm. a store kind of business right like and 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 making sure uh checking all the boxes of of a business as if it was a business and and being a good employee i haven't really been doing any of that all my trades this week like i i didn't do any of that and, and mm-hmm. it's just like holy shit and and when I did have that young guy coming in and, and putting in the new thermostat, uh, and we we got to chat, and he was really into trading, and and he had that excitement and that energy that I recognized you know, mm-hmm. from have you know that we have, and 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 he wants to do it through crypto, and he wants to do it right now, and he wants it so bad, and I, and and I, I kept trying to trying to steer him back to like like it's it's there's no such thing as like this is can be a side hustle like if you want to do this you have to learn you got to get the screen time malcolm gladwell says ten thousand hours you got to get ten thousand hours of not just looking at a chart but knowing what you're looking at that right there that is knowing what you're looking at looking at you got to be able to watch charts unfold for ten thousand hours and knowing what you're watching for and what you're seeing Mm mm-hmm and, and without that direction or without someone to point you in there or tell you the things that you mm-hmm. should be looking for. And even if they do tell you, people told us yeah. three years ago what to do. Yeah. It's yeah. still that to, to learn the lessons ourselves. Yeah. It's yeah. Right. Like it's if, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it, <laughs> like oh, if you wow. want that to be a side hustle, then stick with long-term swings and right. That's what, so it's, Told, you know, I told them like, like the, there's stuff you can do long time frame, like mm-hmm. buy and hold, be fucking Smaug, be a dragon, just dollar cost average in those fucking ETFs. Right. Yep. He he was like, yeah, BlackRock wants wants to do that crypto ETF. I'm like, well, there, I guess that's one you could do <laughs> <laughs> if you want. If it has to be crypto, but uh, you know, yeah, maybe maybe go. F- 10% of what you want uh, maybe, to allocate for your investments into crypto right. and put the rest into some them. other things. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. All right. You got anything else for good, bad, and ugly? No, no. Just that I'm I'm sorry I shot you in the back of the head while you were tying my shoes, buddy. I'm sorry I bled all over your feet. You know, they were new shoes. <laughs> Ruined. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's play the bet song. Wanna beat it, gonna win it if I take it from you. I'm filling my positions, quit your bitch and random's gonna lose. Got a chart full of levels and a stop that's not too tight. It's bet, pick a time in the shop, so pick them right. Dan, you said you had some ideas. Yeah, uh, I I really like AFRM. AFRM. What are they? A firm. 
They uh, they are a stock, a firm holdings. They're stock ticker that uh, has options that I was following. I don't know what they do. They had a channel. They broke out of it. It held, and then and then they broke back into it. And and on uh, on Friday, they had a real strong buy day off the bottom of one of my distributions. Oh, so you want to go long on this guy, huh? Yeah. Uh, uh, look at that daily. We had come down from twenty two half um, all the way down to eighteen. Is that a bullish engulfing candle in the daily too? Yes. Yes. Interesting. And the fact that it came off of the the distribution area, if mm-hmm. you and if you do the price retrace of this move from August twenty fourth all the way to September eighteenth. We hit right at that seventy eight level. We're just above that. It's like right at seventy five percent retracement. What's really interesting too is it's coming right into a daily fair value gap. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it did. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Yep. Um yeah. So this was one of the ones that I was watching when I was uh, last trading options. I hadn't been, but you know, I I was scrolling through my charts when you were like, We need a bet pick, and I was like, Oh, Right off, right off a distribution line. Hmm. I like this one. All right. So, uh, what do you want to do? How do you want to structure this? All right. So, I just want to. Uh, I'd like to get an entry. Uh, you know, seventeen half if it dithers about. But I'd say uh, half at open, and half uh, if it gets down to seventeen sixty. Okay. If it opens under seventeen sixty, half it open, uh, half at seventeen, and then I want the stop to be sixteen half. Uh, yeah, I like that, and I'd also even throw in. I'd consider going short, flipping short if it does break that sixteen half. Yeah, because I have yeah. a feeling it's going to push down and try to fill that little gap down there at fifteen. Yeah, I don't know. Do we want to? Do we want to gamble that much? Do we want to have two losers in a week instead of one? <laughs> you, you know, you know, I love, I love to chain the bets like that. Do you? you okay. All right, yeah. let's do that. Stop All loss right. at sixteen fifty. Flip, flip short. Target fifteen even. It just it just means you you do more work next week. I know, right? That's <laughs> it's it's so demoralizing too, and it's just to lose money. I know. All these convoluted plans. Just do all this math just to find out how much I lost. Oh, so, wait, you said 1650, right? Well, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to flip short. Okay, that should give you a little bit of slippage if they challenge that low. 1590 is the give it give it some room to breathe. But I, I honestly, I wouldn't I wouldn't want it under 1675. Yeah. Uh, so 1650 is for me giving it room to breathe. Yep, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, do you want any targets on that or? Oh, um, yeah, nineteen half. Okay, is the first target, and then uh, you know, move stop to break even, trail it higher. Move stop to break even, trail it higher, penny for penny. Okay. Oh, nice. That'll be really difficult to figure out. Yes. You like that? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Trail penny for penny. I'm writing it in exactly as you said it. 
<laughs> well, that's uh, that's on Trader's launch. That's uh, that's how the the trail works. Oh, nice. All right, you ready for random? Yeah. What is what's random got? Uh, I'm gonna let you decide whether or not you want to veto this one for low volume, but uh, I just like the name of the company, C S S E P, Chicken Soup for the Soul Entertainment Incorporated. Oh God. All right, hold on. Let me let me pull it up here. So what is the stock ticker again? C C S S E P. This this actually came up. Yeah, this is what it came up with. It's only twenty thousand to forty thousand shares of volume on the daily, though. So uh, normally I throw those ones back, but I don't know. I'm feeling froggy. Let let random have his fucking shitty, no name, no liquidity stock. Uh, okay, all right. Well then, there we go. <laughs> Why ask me? I don't know. <laughs> I also <laughs> like that it's uh, pulling into a, a fair value gap on the daily uh, for for the sell side too. So. Yeah, no, I was like, hey, yeah, it's going to go long this stock. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, all right. So, should I give him a new one or should we stick with it? Oh, chicken soup for the soul. It's good. Yeah, it's what the markets need right now. It's, yeah. Right. There's no, no, no possible way this thing could sink below $7 a share. <laughs> no. No. Please. It's been given out a dividend <laughs> 20 cents. Oh. Damn, that's a pretty good dividend. That's his fucking, and it's giving it out monthly. What? Is this a REIT? Gives out a fucking monthly dividend, twenty cents, Kyle. Huh? When's the X date? Is random getting that? Better not. It's been oh, since in May uh, twenty twenty one, it was at twenty nine dollars a share. So, oh, they'll probably be restructuring that at the next earnings at some point. Yeah, the dividend yield right now is twenty six percent. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> Like, wait, what? Uh, that sounds like a, like, a bond yield. That yes, seven dollars <laughs> a share. And I, I get twenty cents a month. Holy <laughs> shit! I need. I know where I need to put my money. Right. <laughs> Good luck getting it out, though. All right, thousand shares of volume. Uh, right. Look. Okay. Random won't get the dividend. Okay. Good. All right. Then you can have it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, folks, that's going to bring us to the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking around, having a good time. If you did, if, if you not, fuck you. Yeah, if you turned off the show already, fuck you. <laughs> you won't hear this. Yeah, yeah, you, you don't deserve to hear Kyle and me. Yeah. Yeah, talking Dan, shit about you. We're going to have to rethink our uh, insult the audience uh, uh, marketing strategy, because I don't know if that's going to work. No, no. <laughs> that's because you're a fucking idiot. Oh, that's that works. See? Oh yeah, I felt something yeah. stir there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now you want to prove yourself to me, right? <laughs> now you want to prove yourself smart. Why don't you tell me I've been? been <laughs> you tell you've been dirty. <laughs> you've been such a dirty boy, you fucking idiot. Oh god. Oh yeah. All right, wrap us up before I. Uh, <laughs> this takes over a dark turn. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, apologies. It's been a long day. Uh, okay, so uh, you know what you do, what to do, folks. Uh, we we love you so much. Let everybody know about us. Uh, we gots to go. We'll be back at you soon. Let you know how that bet went. Until then, though, Kyle, uh, castrate that five star button like Richard Stamos should have done before singing "Loving You" and take care. Who the fuck is Richard Stamos? If anybody gets that joke, I will be so impressed. <laughs> <laughs> Happy uh. trades.
Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Two Bulls in a China Shop is an entertainment program, and all thoughts and opinions expressed in the show belong to the hosts and not of any company. They are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide entertainment about stocks in the financial industry of trading. If you make trades based on what you hear in this show, you assume all risks for those trades.